and we will be in even more intense deflation about four weeks from now, meaning the final financial crisis is definitely coming and it will be followed by a final Fed pivot to print money to get us out of it. Hello there, my friends. Rafi here from The Endgame Investor with this week's Silver Report for Arcadia Economics. And I'm in a good mood today because of Project Veritas. But anyway, let's talk about silver. We have zero, absolutely zero movement in the registered silver supplies in the COMEX since January 6th. Isn't that a familiar date? I think this is the longest stint of zero activity in registered silver. Is this the calm before the storm? I don't know. Let's see what happens. When you have a bunch of silver, you have the power to wait. There has been massive inflows into the SLV ETF this week. 18.4 million ounces on the same day that silver dumped about 5% in the morning hours. I'm sure you remember that from this week. All in all, SLV added about 21 million ounces this week. And it's an SLV specific phenomenon. Nothing else has happened in any other paper silver vehicle. You will explore that as we get through this video. The same thing is not happening at all in gold. Paper gold markets, paper gold funds continue to liquidate in energy the drain of the strategic petroleum reserve, which reserves petroleum for strategic reasons as it's title suggests. Drains of the SPR have been halted since January 6th. Is that some kind of astrological date or something? November 5th, 1955. Yes, of course. And absolute deflation continues unabated and it will continue for at least the next eight to 12 weeks, meaning the money supply continues to contract, which will inevitably bring us to the final monetary crisis, which is just around the corner. How rounded and how long is the corner? I wish I knew, but it is coming because the numbers necessitate it. And finally, silver remains in an extremely tight weekly coil, just around $24. It has been repeatedly bashed down about a dollar's worth of value every week, but it hasn't broken through. And that coil continues, which means that a violent move, probably up, though I cannot guarantee it, is going to happen in a very short time. And finally, the coil, the tight price action in silver, has continued for the eighth week straight now. In all eight weeks, there have been massive plunges down that have failed, and silver has continued to climb in this coil ever so slightly, which means there are severe price pressures in both directions, which means that in some direction, something is going to be released, and silver is going to move hard in one direction. And from what I can see, it's going to be up quite shortly. This silver report is brought to you by Fortuna Silver Mines, and now we have another installment in that comedic saga where some regulatory body said that it issued a typo in giving it a 12-year extension or a 12-year renewal of its environmental license to keep mining. I said this issue is probably going to be resolved quickly and we are well on the road to that resolution. 
says here, January 25th, Fortuna Silver Mines is pleased to report that the Mexican Federal Administrative Court has granted a provisional injunction to Tu Compañía Minera Cuscatlan, Fortuna's Mexican subsidiary, which allows the San Jose mine to continue to operate under the terms of 12-year environmental impact authorization. And so this regulatory body tried to stop Fortuna from being able to mine in its main mine in Mexico. They have failed again. Fortuna has gotten another injunction against this ruling, though I cannot say anything for sure. It seems likely that they're going to win this court ruling and any damage that was done to their stock because of this regulatory inanity will be reversed. On to this week's silver report. Here we are looking at the recent movement in registered silver supplies on the comics, which we look at in many silver reports. But here, look at this. From around January 4th to January now, there has been pretty much zero movement at all in registered silver. Zero movement literally since around January 11th. This is severe quiet on the COMEX registered silver supplies. Not anything that I've ever seen before is something happening below the surface. We will see in the coming days. The other weird thing that happened this past week was that there was massive <laughs> inflows into the SLV ETF rivaled only by Silver Squeeze when that day in February 2021, when about 60, was it 60, 70, maybe million ounces of silver were rushed into the ETF in a day. You can see these bars here and I put four black circles, right? This line over here where the circles intersect, where my little pointer is going across it as I speak. These circles, this line I drew in, this is the current line from I think January 22nd or 23rd or one of those 20ths. Anyway, sometime this week, there was a big inflow into SLV of 18.4 million ounces. And the only time that total has been even met with three other times, one, right before Silver Squeeze, one in 2013 and one in 2008. We can discount the one in 2008 because it was followed immediately by a big plunge downward that canceled it out. So we have 2013 and 2021 and 2023. And the only time this was exceeded was during Silver Squeeze. That is not happening right now. But what the hell is going on here? And I discussed this with Craig Hemke. He thinks that there was a big short position in SLV that was covered. And how was it covered? It was covered by a big downswing in futures, which we saw earlier this week, I think Monday or Tuesday, maybe Monday, when silver went down, I think 5% at the open. And that likely signaled the move into SLV by the short position, which reestablishes short positions on the COMEX futures instead of the SLV itself. I don't know exactly what happened here, but there's a lot of shenanigans going on in silver right now, which means there are monetary rumblings under the surface, which is the point. We don't have to understand everything about what is going on. We just have to understand that there is something big going on and it is in the monetary system itself. Now, this is all of transparent silver, all of paper silver. And I said that 18.4 million ounces went in at the beginning of the week in SLV. And over the week, it's been about 21 million. And we see that exact number here in all paper silver funds, about 21 million. So this is an SLV specific phenomenon. Something happened in an ETF that is causing paper silver funds to increase 
at, but not in any other paper sold fund, just in SLV, which is the point. You can see this is not happening in gold. Next slide. Gold paper funds still continue to liquidate as we see in the first four weeks of 2023 here, red bar, red bar, red bar, red bar, consecutive. It's been consecutive almost completely since April on a weekly basis, despite gold's impressive rise from about 1618 to what 1940 it is now, and still paper silver holdings continue to decline. And I looked at the Strategic Petroleum Reserve numbers. Since January 6th, it has not moved. Now, this is a chart of oil, oil prices uh, going back to 2020. And I've marked in where the SPR drain started, where the Biden administration or the Brandon administration, whatever you want to call it, starts to drain the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. And that happened just before, uh, really uh, concurrent, coincident, with the Russian invasion of Ukraine for obvious reasons to try to stabilize the oil price under such circumstances. And this is when the SPR drain started and it began to take effect over here. And here is where it ended, uh, trying to time it with a $70 or near a $70 coincident mark with the market. And now the strategic petroleum reserve is no longer being drained, which we can probably expect all other things being equal, that oil will rise from here. We don't know for sure, but if it does, the CPI numbers are going to start rising again. And now this is a chart I jiggered from Excel. This is the quarterly average money supply growth rate measuring absolute deflation. By absolute deflation, I mean the amount of money in the banking system, which continues below zero. Here is a zero mark. This mark here is 0%. It was only 0% in 2008 and also 2009 during that deflation, but stock prices were already much lower then. So anyway, 2008, it hit zero and that caused a crash. This has been below zero since around June and still has not caused a major crash, but it will. And it is ticking up ever so slightly now, but I will show you in the next chart why that will not continue. And we'll see, continue to see that number falling and deflation will intensify. The amount of dollars in the system will continue to fall as long as the Fed does not reverse its current policy of monetary tightening. And I'll show that to you in this interactive chart right now. This is a 10-year chart of the M2 money supply. This is the absolute M2 money supply, how much dollars exist in the US banking system. Now, these, there's these little bumps here and I wanna mouse over them to see, so you can see what was what is happening. This is the absolute numbers. What I showed you before in the chart that I could jiggered uh, is the annual uh, quarterly annualized growth rate. So here we see that from December to, Jan to around uh, uh, February, to the end of January. So from the end of December to the end of January, we see a dip down here. Uh, so the end of December, we have $11.789 trillion. And here we have $11.677 trillion in January 26. We have the same pattern repeating itself every January from the end of December to January of the money supply declining every January. And those numbers have not been booked yet even though it is the end of January because we're on a six-week delay with the M2 money numbers. But anyway, every January, it is a seasonal time for money supply numbers to fall. And there is no reason to assume that they won't again this year. So money supply is going to fall 
from the end of December to the end of January, which will be recorded at the end of next month because we're on a big delay. And so even though we've seen a little bit of a rebound in the money supply growth numbers, that will not last next month because money supply is scheduled to dip down in the seasonal trends as it does every single year in January. And we will be in even more intense deflation about four weeks from now, meaning the final financial crisis is definitely coming and it will be followed by a final Fed pivot to print money to get us out of it. And it is that time when the precious metals, and particularly silver, will shine the brightest. But let us continue on this line. This is an interactive chart of the Fed's earnings and losses. You can see here from 2010 until around August 2022, it has been constantly positive with almost no exceptions. And now, wham, this is a bit obvious. And if we zoom in, we can see what is happening. The Fed's losses on its balance sheet, they are accelerating from about $1 billion a month to now $2 billion a month. We have November 30th, $12.4 billion, $13.17 billion, December 7th, and the slope keeps deepening and deepening and deepening, and it will continue to deepen. The Fed's losses mean functionally that the Fed is paying more out in interest on reserves and it is earning from the bonds on its balance sheet. And those dollars that it has to print in order to make up the difference are completely unbacked by anything, which is from the back end perspective, what causes hyperinflation. Now, one thing, one paragraph I wanted to show you from the PMI purchasing managers index, which measures cost inputs among other things in the inflation calculations. This is a quote from some guy, what's his name? Chris Williamson, chief business economist at S&P Global Market Intelligence said, he's very important by the way, or whatever. The, the worry is that, this final quote, not only has the survey indicated a downturn in economic activity at the start of the year, but the rate of input cost inflation has accelerated into the new year, linked in part to upward wage pressures, which could encourage a further aggressive tightening of Fed policy despite rising recession risks. And so what this guy is basically saying is that we are headed for a brick wall and price inflation, consumer price inflation, what everyone calls inflation, but it's really just rising consumer prices that is going to continue to trend higher from here, even though we've seen a low in the last few months that will not last and we will continue higher from here, says Chris, whatever his name is. Not Marcus. Williamson. What I want you to notice here is the wicks on the bottom here every week since December 5th. You have this big sell-off in silver, which didn't sustain itself. These are these lines on the bottom here. These are, uh, I don't know, negative wicks. I don't know what you call them in candle chart theory or whatever. But see here for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. For eight weeks now, there has been a big tug of war in the silver price. And someone is going to win and someone is going to lose. But from the length of these downside candles, this downside cannot be sustained. Someone is selling a whole bunch of stuff and it's not knocking the price down. This is about to be sprung free like a beach ball underwater. Is that the accepted analogy? I don't know these days, but there's a big move coming just ahead. I don't know how long it's going to be but you've got to get your physical before it happens if you don't have any yet. And if you would like to get more and it is in your plan, you should probably hurry those plans up just a bit. 
because we're about to be repriced. This is Rafi with the Endgame Investor coming at you with this week's Silver Report for Arcade Economics. If you want to follow me, you can check out the Endgame Investor on Seeking Alpha for a two-week free trial. Link in the description below, or you can become my patron on Patreon for biblical commentary on these monetary and economic topics for those who are inclined to such sources. And in the meantime, have a good week. Keep your heads together. Keep your families together. Keep your mind together. Because things are getting way too interesting to lose it now. <laughs>